Good morning. Uh, praise God. This is what I'm calling America Watch, rather Morning Watch, Morning Watch, Morning Watch. And I believe the Lord is going to have me here uh, every morning. He gives me something to share so that we can pray so that we can get his heart about a particular topic. The Lord has been so faithful to speak. The Lord's voice is what we live on. The Bible says that we shall not live on bread alone but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so we need to know what God is saying uh, to, so we can be encouraged. And I just want to acknowledge before we go into what uh, the Spirit of the Lord put on my heart to share, uh, my heart goes out to the UNC Chapel Hill community. I cannot imagine if you're a parent, I cannot imagine if you're a student, I certainly cannot imagine if you're a member of faculty or administration, just the, uh, the, the outcomes of something so um, just incredibly unimaginable to a certain degree. Uh, guns on campus, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. And so even in our community here in the triad of North Carolina, we have now scanners in our middle schools, we have scanners in our high schools. So to enter in for school, a sixth grader, now has to walk through a scanner that checks to see if they might be bringing a weapon onto campus. So that is where we are. But we wanna get the heart of the Lord because God has expectations, God has plans, he has uh, ordinances, he has things he has uh, ordained to happen and he has a heart that he wants to share with his people. So I wanna share this with you. It came from a dream from the Lord this morning and I believe the Lord has just prompted me to share this so that you can be encouraged but also you can pray. And so the, the, the word of God to us is watch and pray. Jesus said, watch and pray. And then he said again, watch. That means we should be circumspect. We should be aware. We should be in the spirit. We should be aware of what's going on in the supernatural realm because that is what influences the natural realm. I'm not going to try to get into any uh, teaching on that, but I just want to share this dream from you for you as a launch pad for what it is the spirit of God wants me to share that encourages you. Uh, God, I pray you now move through me, take over my mind, use my mouth, God, take it and make it useful for your kingdom purposes now, Lord, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to share this dream with you. Uh, this morning I was in prayer and as happens uh, very often, the Lord took me into a dream. He put me into a, a, a very deep sleep. And in this dream, he took me into a school. And while I was in the school, I knew I was in a high school. I was a student. So the Lord has uh, translated me into something that I'm not in the natural in order to show me a point, to show me his heart, to take me by the spirit into an environment. So he took me into a school environment and I was a student and I was, uh, you know, just kind of there. And it was before school had begun, but we were in the building and I saw this young man smoking a cigarette. And I said to the young man, I said, they let you smoke in school. And he kind of chuckled. I kind of chuckled because I was surprised. And he said, yes. And then the spirit of God prompted me to say, as long as it's not weed. Right. And he said, yeah. And, and so the Lord was showing me the standards that are under attack in our schools. And so I walked with this young man because classes had not yet started. And I began to share it. I said, listen, uh, can I share something with you? And I'm walking next to him. He's walking pretty quickly and he was getting to his destination. But I felt the spirit of God was wanting me to share the father's heart with him to evangelize. And so I was saying, can I share something? He said, uh, what is it? You know, he had this skepticism about him. And I said, brother, I just want to share the heart of the father for you. I said, the Lord has given me an ability to see uh, into people's lives and to pull out things 
uh, that the father has for them and to speak it to their future. And I said, I would love to have an opportunity to do that. And so now we're talking about prophecy happening in the school and the boldness to proclaim the prophetic word. And the young man didn't get a chance to answer because by the time that we uh, had this exchange, we were in another room. We were in a, uh, an office and the office was for a man named Mr. Craig. And I knew Craig was his first name. And I introduced myself and I asked him his name. He said, my name is Mr. Craig. And I said, nice to meet you. And so um, didn't get a chance to prophesy or evangelize the young man, but I knew it was the heart of God. And while I was talking to Mr. Craig, I just became overwhelmed with this knowing that Mr. Craig was a, a, a great candidate to be ministered to, to be strengthened in his faith, to be strengthened in his walk with God, to be strengthened in his understanding of who God is. Someone who believes in Jesus, but just needed someone to disciple him. And so discipleship is something God has uh, on his heart for our schools, for this, this to not be happening in a church building, but to be happening in our schools, glory to God. And so I'm here as an ambassador uh, in this environment, carrying the heart of God, and I'm seeing the need and I'm seeing the assault on the people. And I saw that he was not a man of great confidence, that he was a man who uh, you could tell that he was carrying in burdens because of the environment he was in and all the challenges uh, of being a, an administrator in a school. This was someone who was not a teacher. He was an administrator. But listen to this. Here's the encouragement that just blew my mind. So I'm in this office with Mr. Craig. And I said in my heart, I said, I remember the days when we wouldn't dare call a teacher by his first name. Mm. And the spirit of God ministered to me and said, I want to restore honor for authority, honor for leadership, respect for elders in the schools. Glory to God. And this is something God will do by his spirit. And these are things we need to pray for. But as I looked out of Mr. Craig's office, this is what I saw. I saw elementary age students wearing navy blue polos and khakis, and they were in a classroom and they were coming into class. And, and in their environment was worship music. And in fact, it was the song that I was playing in, in prayer before I actually uh, got this dream. And the song said, oh, I no, it said, oh, only Jesus. I want him. Oh, only Jesus. I want him. And the students were singing the song. Oh, these elementary age kids, they're precious, were singing Oh, only Jesus. Oh, I want him. And the teacher was singing over the students as they came into the classroom. He was facing them and speaking this over them and singing, oh, only Jesus. Oh, I want him. And so here is the assignment. We are to pray for all of these things. God shared his heart with you. And let me ask you to, to listen to what I uh, I heard from God. So I, I, I'm sitting there in the presence of God and he's showing me all of this. And I asked the Lord, what is it that you want me to know, Lord, about this dream? And this is what the spirit of God said to me. He said. Help me, Holy Ghost. He said, I don't want my people to fear. The Lord says, I am with you. This is for teachers. This is for students. This is for administrators. This is for parents. The spirit of God says, I don't want my people to fear. I am with you. Allow yourself to be used by me. Oh, walk in confidence, says the Lord, and in your authentic relationship with me. Let me stop there. The Bible says we should not hide God's light under a bushel. That means we have the ability to hide from who we really are, to shroud the perfect image of Jesus that is on us 
by our decision not to be who God says we are. The Spirit of God says, walk in confidence and in your authentic relationship with me. What did the Lord show me in this dream? The freedom to evangelize. Come on. How many of us don't feel the freedom to evangelize? That's that's a lie straight from the enemy. We are called to do the work of an evangelist. The Bible says that we should have the word in season and out of season. That means when it's not popular, we should still have the word. Glory to God. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a prophetic person, if you're a teacher, you can prophesy over the students. Glory to God. You can speak the word of God. And the Spirit of the Lord wants to see this in our schools. I knew by the Spirit This is a public school. This was not a charter school. This was not a private school. This was a public school. And the spirit of God says, I want to move freely again in the schools. In fact, the spirit of God says, I want to move like I've never moved in the schools. Somebody praise his name. The spirit of God continue to say there will be conflict, but you already have my victory, says God. He says, where is my word? No, he says, share my word, rather. That was a hypo. The word was share my word. It is the truth. Who can argue with the truth, says the Spirit of God? Only a fool. Then God told me, prophesy and evangelize. He said, to my children, my little children, you can trust me. He's talking to the babies. To my teachers, you can trust me. He calls you his. Glory to God. He says, you have my spirit. You look like me, be mine and be my representative. Woo, spirit of God. And then he says, what can they do to hurt you? What can they do to hurt you? So now you might be struggling with this because you're you're feeling challenged. Like, man, does God, you know, know the separation of church and state? God knows what that is, but God doesn't respect that. God doesn't respect that. God respects his will. There's no separation. The Bible says there's nothing that separates us from the love of God. And that means even this so-called separation of church and state is designed to make separation that God has not ordained. I hope I'm preaching to someone this morning who has been struggling in the classroom. You've been struggling as a parent. You've been feeling Jesus been pressing on you and you've been calling it your flesh thinking, no, I don't want to make a big fuss. I don't want to. No, no. The spirit of God says he's sending people into the schools like Daniel. Oh, he's sending people into the schools like Esther. You're carrying the glory of God. You're carrying the heart of God. And there is a confrontation that will ensue. And it doesn't have to be because you've been rude. It's because you're just sharing the love of Jesus. Listen to the scriptures. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and we're going to start at verse 14. It says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. So you can be confident that if the spirit of God says you need to begin to share the heart of the father with your student, or you need to begin to share the heart of the father with your, your fellow classmate, come on, a 10 year old can share, come on, a 14 year old can share. Who was I in this dream? I was a student and the spirit of God had me sharing with a fellow student. Glory to God. I saw a teacher singing and and proclaiming the the worship of Jesus Christ in the classroom. Listen, I know some people are going to say you can't do that. I'm telling you what I saw. He says, now, thanks be to God who always leads us to triumph in Christ and through us. Listen to this diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place for we are to God. First, it's to God. We are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. 
To the one, we are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life. We got to give people the opportunity to make a choice. You've got to diffuse the fragrance of Christ wherever you are. That doesn't just mean you walk in and don't say nothing. You, you are faithful to he who is promised. He's faithful, so you be faithful. When he puts it on your spirit to just begin to speak into someone's life, do it. And don't be afraid to say the name Jesus. Oh, I just hear the spirit of God saying, don't be afraid to say the name Jesus. It says in verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 2, for we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity. God just wants you to be your authentic self. He just wants you to, he, he doesn't want there to be a difference between you on Sunday morning and you on Monday morning, if you're, a if you're a teacher. He doesn't want there to be a difference between you on a Sunday morning and you on a Monday morning if you're a student. He wants you to bring the same boldness and the love of Jesus. Just love Jesus in that atmosphere. Just love Jesus. He says, we are not as so many peddling the word of God. No, but as of sincerity, but as from God, we're sent as we speak in the sight of God in Christ. This is before the Lord. Let everything you do be done as heartily as unto the Lord, right? Whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. This is service to God. Lord says he doesn't want you to fear. And what else does it say? I'm going to say this in uh, Matthew chapter 10 and beginning in verse 27. It says, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetop. Stop hiding and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Oh, what a challenge because we see them. And we're aware of our boss. We're aware of the school board and the district rules. And it's like, listen, what would you rather have? Students that don't get loved by the authentic love of Christ? Or, or an issue where you, you get called into the office and you just say, hey, I, I was just telling the people the heart of God. And you get to evangelize them. He says, do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Ask yourself, how would Jesus minister if he was a student in the school? Would Jesus pretend to be someone who he's not? No, he would become relevant, but he would not change his identity. Oh, I need to say that again. Jesus is all about being relevant, meaning he wants to speak their language, but he doesn't change who he is. Oh says, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? He says, even the most cheap animal is covered by Jesus Christ. He says, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Ah, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your eye is on our schools. Your eye is on our teachers. Your eye is on our students. God, we praise you. And I pray for an impartation of boldness by faith, not rudeness, God, not pride. No, just the gentleness. You said, let your gentleness be known among all men. Your moderation. God, I pray that it's such a gentle and quiet spirit, but it's a refusal to hide what we hear in the secret place. But we will preach it on the housetops. Oh, God, that prophecy and evangelism and worship can enter into the schools. That is your heart, God. 
And when we move in accordance with the move of God and your glory, we're always covered. Oh, I pray that the boldness of God will come upon someone right now. I pray people will share this word because of the boldness of Christ we're being called to. I pray that we will begin to minister to you and allow you to teach us your heart so that we will no longer hide our light under a bushel in our schools, God. I pray for parents to start showing up and praying in the school. I pray for parents to start showing up and praying for the teachers, prophesying into the hearing of the teacher, prophesying into the heart of the principal. I pray for the students who are baptized in the Holy Ghost to begin to know they can share the gospel with their classmates. Come on, in the high schools, in the colleges, in elementary schools and middle schools. I pray that they know, oh, Spirit of God, that the students will know they can share the gospel of Jesus to their teachers and their administrators to diffuse in every place the fragrance of Christ. Oh, Jesus, we bless you. In Jesus' name, we bless you. God, it's yours. All of this belongs to you. The schools belong to you, God. The district belongs to you. The land. God, we own this with you as members of your kingdom. You said occupy. You can't occupy something you don't own. God, we are to occupy every place that we put our feet. You said everywhere your foot shall trot is holy ground. Why? Because we've brought the presence of God. We are to legislate as ambassadors the constitutional rights of the kingdom of God in every place. And I pray that we'll learn this, Lord, because it's your heart and it's coming. Oh, I pray that we take up this mantle. We take up this banner because it's coming and we need to be a part of it. It's coming. Oh, I prophesy now. It's coming. The revival in the schools is coming. It's coming, Lord. I've seen it. You've shown me. It's coming. We're praying into your heart. We're, we're praying into your will. We know this is unsustainable. This is unsustainable. We can no longer accept what we see. We're going to begin to pray into what we cannot see. Oh, because faith is the substance of things that we hope for. God, we have substance when we take up the promises of the Lord Jesus that says that we have triumphed in you always. So as long as we're in you, we have victory. Let us walk in you, move in you, speak in you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. We rely on you and your power and glory, not our own. And we speak into it, Lord. Have your way in our schools all over the land. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, I want to share this, this last thing. The Bible, or the Spirit of God, rather, said to me, the Lord has his eyes. The Lord has his heart on revival in our schools. Let us pray for his perfect will in our schools, our hallways, school buses, teachers, kids and parents. Pray for the spirit of God to move freely in our schools. This is the only answer because it is God's answer. Some will say this is radical. But this is God's heart and he is a jealous God. He wants to see every child, every teacher, administrator, school bus driver, custodian and cafeteria worker, parent. Every sibling, come on, every student, every one of them consumed by the fire of God. <laughs> he wants to baptize them all in the spirit and fire. Can you pray with me for such a, a massive call to deliverance? Can you pray with me to such a massive call 
of salvation. Can you pray with me for a call of transformation of region through the schools? Can you pray with me? Ephesians 4, 29 and 30. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearer. This is how we are to operate in our schools, even if you're a parent, if you're at the basketball game. Don't let a corrupt word come out of your mouth. Just the word of God that builds people ah, and introduces them to grace. And then he says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. What is he saying? Don't grieve the spirit of God by, by not allowing yourself to speak words of edification and grace inspired by the spirit of God and know that you've been sealed, that if that word is rejected, if that word causes a stir, you've been sealed for the day of redemption. There's no fear. You've been given a promissory note, the Holy Ghost inside of you as, a, as an evidence of who you are. You've been saved been signed, sealed, and delivered in the kingdom. There's nowhere, nowhere to fear, no reason to fear. This is my declaration of our schools. This is the heart of God for our schools. I thank you for spending this time with me. I pray in Jesus' name that we will not allow anything because the enemy knows God's will is for everyone to come to Christ. We won't allow any opposition to dissuade us, but that we will not grow weary in doing good. Know that we will reap if we do not faint. There's a work to be done by the spirit, through the word of God, by uh, obedient vessels of God who are willing to speak into an atmosphere to shift that atmosphere. Listen, Jesus said, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. He brought himself and it changed dynamics. We need to see a change in the spiritual dynamic in our schools, says the Lord. I pray you take up this mantle. I pray you take this mantle for the spirit of God. Thank you so much. Uh, I have an expectation that you will see me here tomorrow morning at 730 uh, with another word from the Lord. I believe the Lord is going to give me another a dream or a vision. Or I'm going to hear him in prayer about something on his heart. It might be something else about this. I don't know, but I know the spirit of God is going to speak to us. And I hope you can join me here at 730 for Morning Watch. We'll see what God has to say tomorrow. Uh, this is Frank Mickens with Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries. You can find faithfireworldwide.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, find out more about what the Lord is speaking through this ministry. You can find out about our international crusades. You can find out about our uh, community outreaches, our prophetic trainings, our prayer workshops. Uh, you can hear more about who I am and how God brought me out of TV and into the harvest, into the kingdom uh, work that I'm doing. And, and we're just so excited. Pray for us, pray for our family, for our ministry. God bless you until we see you again. May the Lord you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom until next time. Many, many blessings. Bye-bye.